It's called mellification. Mellification. Or a mellified mummy. Okay. The other name for it, are you ready? Oh, hit me. Is human mummy confection. No. Midsummer Maniacs. Hey, Maniacs. <laughs> How you doing? It's crazy time here in December. Oh, man, is it crazy, but not as crazy as it is in Midsummer. Series 21, Episode 3, The Sting of Death. Bees. Bees. <laughs> you have to tell the bees. Yes, so there's a callback. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw like the name of the episode... And the description of the episode, we both wondered, are they going to say something about having to tell the bees? Because that's right from the very first episode, Badger's Drift Man. Before we dive in, this is a spoiler-free mini-episode on season 21, episode 3. Yes, so you, if you haven't watched the episode yet, it's okay. We're going to tell you how to watch it like a maniac. We're not going to ruin it for you. Nope. It's about bees. It, there are bees in it. <laughs> That's not giving anything away. <laughs> the the crazy words came out of my mouth while watching this episode. Oh, the CGI is a little better there. <laughs> yeah. So just in general, what we've noticed in season 21 is the cast is much more diverse. Yes. The episodes are much more cinematic. They're more thoughtful in the way they're shot. Absolutely. And there's more CGI. Yes. <laughs> I was amazed when they added the mechanical arms onto Jamie Winter, but you know. Well, he looks better with four arms. In the Iron Man suit. If you haven't so. watched it yet, look out for that. <laughs> You're kidding. Yes. But there is quite a bit of CGI in this episode, more than the other ones. And don't worry, you'll notice it when you watch. If you oh, you'll see it. Yet. <laughs> because bees just don't do what you tell them to do. Yeah, they're, you know, they're in a different union and they're hard to get work. But I wonder if these bees, like every other actor in in uh, Britain, have been in other shows They've that we've seen. probably played bees in other things. Yes, Or maybe exactly. other kinds of insects in costume. You never know. That's true. Yeah. So, a few fun things that I noticed. Okay. Um, so, we're in Granville Norton, and we're at Deddington Hall with the Deddington family. Um, and it's D-E-D-D. It's not D-E-A-D, because that yes. would be too... <laughs> That would be kind of like... Ambrose Diddington. Diddington. Yeah. Who is played by Griff Reese jones which is like the most British name ever. Mm-hmm. And who I remember from Not the Nine O'Clock News way back in 1979. I always think he looks like Hugh Grant's brother. Yeah, he kind of has a like Hugh they, Grant. They look sort of related in the way they scrunch their brows. Though he doesn't say, excellent. Excellent. So uh, Ambrose is our main beekeeper, right? Yes. And one of the things I noticed, and you get a lot of shots of his um, bee boxes. Yes. It's not a hive, it's a box. Yes. Right, where the bees live. And um, the the part that kind of slides down inside almost like a file where the bees build their their cones. Yes. Um, they're, they, that's, it's not a cone. What's it called? Hive. No. 
I don't know the, what. The end, what what are the cells go together to make up? A hexagon. I don't. I They're don't. comb. Comb. Oh, comb. Honeycomb. Yes. I think as much bee stuff as I looked at today, I would have known that. <laughs> Where they build their comb, those are called frames. Frames. That and, makes sense. And in all of Ambrose's bee boxes, every frame is stamped with a WMF. Oh. And I thought, well, maybe that's like a famous maker of bee frames or something. bee boxes or something. No. Oh, it's oh, not. What what is it? Uh, I don't know. Okay. But I did find lots of interesting things that WMF could stand for. Okay, lay them on. Are you ready? Um, Windows Metafile or media format. Yes. Right. Um, World moves fast. Yeah. Apparently, that's an organization. The Winnipeg Music Festival. Well, uh, excellent. I don't think any of these are the things. No. Um, white married female. No. And then I got into um, the Urban Dictionary. Okay. Acronyms. Okay. So it could be wagging my finger. Wagging my finger. I'm wagging my finger. At your white married female. At your bees. Whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> I don't think that's what it, Ambrose it, had in mind. It my... could mean that. Yeah. It could mean washing my face. Could mean washing my face. Because if you put WMF in a text, that's what people are going to think. Yeah. Washing my face. Wave my fist. So you wave. can wave your fist. You can wave, waggle your finger. What if you're waving a fist and a finger I, at the same time? I don't know. There's a queen in there, and she could be doing both. Yep. Or it could be white man fro. White. Well, as a white man whose hair, when it gets long, becomes a fro, <laughs> that's what I'm going with. So I like I I I challenged myself to come up with something that was B related. Okay. That that could stand for. And I, I failed. Oh. <laughs> I really thought about it a lot. So maybe our listeners can come up with something better. What does WMF stand for on the combs? Yeah, when it comes to Ambrose's Deddington's bee boxes. Yep. It's a bee box. I waggle my finger at the bee box. <laughs> it's not a beat box. It just sounds like it needs a wicka wicka. <laughs> you know, there's a song there. Anyway, yep. so that's one thing to look for. Um, another thing is that... Um, Ambrose, of course, has his hives, but so does his nephew, Jude Deddington. Yes. And he and his sidekick, Cyrus Babbage, have this awesome phone app called Swarm Protect. Swarm Protect. <laughs> so when the bees get out and they go astray, they can track them. Yep. Now, the app that they show in the episode is not a real app. Let me okay. just say that. Okay. Okay. But there's a couple of different kinds of apps that do exist. Oh, really? Now, the one that they're pretending to have yes. is a crowdsourced bee swarm location app. Oh, right? okay. So it would require people in the village to have the same app oh. and report where they see the bees. Okay. So it's kind of like Waze. So I go outside and go, there's no bees here. And so you wouldn't report anything. Yeah. But if you were like walking in the park and you're like, ah, they're all over me, then you get out your phone and report. Okay. And then... Shouldn't I run away first? No, because they'll chase you. Okay. You should just hold still, be stung to death. Okay. That's the best way. Okay. Anyway, um, so that's one. There's crowdsourced swarm location apps. Yes. And and people who move bees for pollination of crops actually have apps similar to that. Oh, that... Wow, you went down a rabbit hole. They're not RFID tagged bees or anything like they, that. They would be tiny tags. Yeah. You'd so have that, to buy them in bulk. <laughs> so that's, you'd have to tag a lot of bees. <laughs> yep. So that's one. The other kind, which I was, re this is the rabbit hole I went down, is there are 
Wi-Fi enabled B boxes. Okay. That actually sit on very, very sensitive scales that are Wi-Fi. And so what the scales measure is the volume of honey in the box. Oh. So you can pull out your phone and go, oh, well, B-Box 4 is almost full, honey. B-Box 2 needs some more time. Well, that's good because taking the top off and looking at all the combs, it's got to be annoying. Well, and it, it annoys the bees. Well, I'm sure it does. But the one complaint. Along that, with putting the RFID tags on. <laughs> the one complaint. But bees, their bodies are very sensitive anyway. They really shouldn't be able to fly anyhow. Yeah. You can't add any weight to them whatsoever. No. They can get too much pollen on them and not be able to fly. Yeah. So I have that same problem. When you get coated yeah. in pollen, you can't fly anymore. I'm rolling around the flowers. It's a problem. So, but the the complaint that people have about these really super high tech bee boxes is that if the bees get agitated and move around a lot, it can make the hive look heavy. Oh. Right. So you think. This hive's full of honey, but actually, it's full of really angry bees. <laughs> There's a flaw there. <laughs> it's like taking a gamble, yep. you know? So, I thought that was interesting. I was, I, I fell into that hole real far because I had no idea how much technology could be involved in beekeeping. Apparently, quite a bit. Uh, another honey-related thing that was interesting in this episode, and again, there's no spoilers here. We're not going to give anything away. If you haven't watched the episode, you're absolutely fine. Is Ambrose Deddington's family has a long history of beekeeping. And in the family crypt, he says that his ancestors were all embalmed in honey. This is not a spoiler. No. These are ancestors who yep. have been embalmed in honey. And so he shows the crypt... And says that the, the tombs actually would have been filled with honey from these big barrels that are there in the crypt. Is that like an Egyptian thing? All right. So <laughs> it's not it's not really Egyptian. Now, I knew that people had been involved in honey because honey does is an amazing preservative. Yeah. Like they've taken honey out of tombs and it has still been technically edible. I knew, I knew that. Right? It never goes bad. It can dry out and become kind of like amber. Yeah. But it doesn't go bad. It doesn't okay. go rotten. So, except in our cupboards, embalming in honey is not really meant for preservation. Okay. Okay. It's called mellification. Mellification. Or a mellified mummy. Okay. The other name for it, are you ready? Oh, hit me. Is human mummy confection. N no. Now you know where I'm going. Human and confection are not two words that should ever go together. So, like human and appetizer. <laughs> mm, yeah. So in uh, in ancient Middle East and in ancient China, they both thought that honey. They revered honey, right? Yep. And they revered ancestors. Yeah. So. They put those two together. Okay. And they steeped human cadavers in honey. Okay. Okay. So nearing the end of your life, you would submit yourself to the process of mummification. Note near the end, not at the end. You're not dead yet. Okay. Okay. Grandpa, you, would you like some honey? It's a way to donate your body. Okay. Okay. So what you would do is you would, once you got close to death, you'd stop eating anything but honey. Okay. Okay. So now you're honeyed all inside 
and they would start bathing you in honey. Okay. You would become so inundated with it that you would even start to sweat honey. Okay. Okay. So over time, the water weight in your body is actually replaced with honey. And of course, this kills you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when, when you finally died from that process, then the body would be lowered into a stone coffin that was filled with honey. Yeah. And after a century or so, this is a long-term effort. This is going to take a turn here. The body will have turned into a, quote, sort of confection. And what do you do with this confection? Oh, you sell it for big money. And then what do you do with it? Um, you eat it. <laughs> it's supposed to be like this cure-all. It's supposed to heal broken limbs, cure cancer, old age, no. wrinkles. You know what it, it cures? Blisters. It, it, it cures... Sanity, insanity. <laughs> yeah, like, ugh, ugh. And there was a price difference on the honey that would have been around the body yes. versus the mellified body itself. Oh. That would be more expensive. Okay. Grandpa, do you want some honey? <laughs> <laughs> you start feeding your grandpa lots of honey. He's going to start getting suspicious. I, uh, the other interesting thing is that um, the Romans used to do this thing they called mad honey. Okay. And they would purposely take a, a swarm of bees, a farmed swarm of bees, and move them into a field where the plants were poisonous. Okay. And then the honey that they created would be poisonous. Yeah. And they called it mad honey. Okay. Okay. And they used it. As a poison. So they killed people. That, yes. That is some sustained revenge there. Yes. Wow. I hate you so much. I'm going to have bees pollinate off poisonous flowers to then kill you. Yeah. Wow. But think about it, though. If you wanted to make a whole army sick. Yeah. And they're all drinking mead and stuff or eating honeyed fruit or whatever. Eating mellified grandpa, whatever. And you use... The poison honey, the mad honey, yeah. you can make thousands of people sick yeah. all at once. And Grandpa, and would you like some honey? They're voluntarily eating it. Yep. So that was the Romans that so they did it. They called it mad honey. Okay. Bees that feed on rhododendrons make mad honey. That's mm. not really a rare plant. No, it's not. They're all over the place, man. Laurels, rhododendrons. There's all kinds of plants that will make crazy honey. Uh-huh. It's not honey. It's not mad honey. It's not crazy, honey. It's death, it's honey. It's poison, honey. It's sick, honey. <laughs> honey, sick. Which is what I think of the mellification of yeah. corpses. That's honey, sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got the WMF. What does that stand for? We've got Swarm Protect. Yep. We've got CGIBs. Yep. We've got bodies that are mellified in honey. Yeah. That makes you wonder, does Ambrose eat? His grandfather. Oh, he, he's really into honey. He's really into the curative effects of honey, and yeah. they got that spa and everything. Yeah. Woo. They'd be making big bucks with that. Indeed. Huh. Apparently, um, in this mellification process, even your feces turns into honey. <laughs> Thank you, and good night. <laughs> wow. You're welcome. 
Didn't think, about think that. I'd hear that today. Think about that next time you put some on your toast. Yep. <laughs> and then on a completely different topic. What's wrong? There is one person in this episode who is an incredibly cheap drunk. Okay. And I wonder if anybody will notice <sighs> who the incredibly cheap drunk is. Don't answer. Okay, okay. I know, I know, I know, I know. There's somebody yep. who's a really yep. cheap drunk. Cheap drunk. So, that sting of death. Yep. Lots you, of fun things to look at. You certainly went down a rabbit hole and taught us some things there. <laughs> it just adds more, you know, richness and sweetness to the episode if you haven't watched it yet. I was like, Tamara Deddington's played by Imogena Stubbs. <laughs> I'm like... Ooh, your sweat can turn into honey. <laughs> I wonder if your brain goes off. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> I also read quite a bit about what the various parts of your body turn into after being mellified. When you become the confection, that's really bad. Yeah. So I'm saving you from that. Excellent. You're welcome. Thank you. It's, it's almost dinner time. Yes. So there will be another uh, short episode next week on the on the 23rd of December. We're going to release it on Monday because we won't have a long episode. And we're asking we're going to take next week off the long episode and return on December 30th with bring ring out your dead. (laughs) One of our favorites. Um, And uh, we will release that short episode on season 21, episode four, with bated breath. Yes, on on the 23rd of December. Yes, that's your Christmas Eve Eve present from us. Yes. So that that goes to uh, the question that I want to ask of the, this episode, that since we're a week before Christmas, when this really, oh my gosh, we're a week before Christmas. Oh, I, I have know. so much to do. Um, what uh, Christmas presents are you going to give to uh, Midsummer people? Hmm. Like, what would you give Tom? What, what would, you, would give you give Troy? Tom, Troy? You know, what are you going to give John? What are you going to give Betty? What Betty. Are you, what are you going to give the dog? You know, <laughs> what what presents are you going to give out? Um, I would give the uh, the rainbirds. I would give the rainbirds chainmail turtlenecks. Oh, yeah. There you go. I would give um, Dr. Uh, Fleur Perkins some cool friends because clearly she's way cooler than everybody else in this show. Yeah, she she really is. I think, uh, you know, she's very much cooler than George. Yes. George is pretty cool, but Fleur's obviously way cooler. Yeah. She's got yeah. a motorcycle. And yeah, she's got a motorcycle with a sidecar and everything. Yeah. So... so what would you put in their stockings? Yes. What would you put in midsummer stockings? Who That's would you want to give a present to? And if you did, what would you give them? Yeah. Excellent. We'll leave you with that thought. And uh, we will return on the 23rd of December with the last season 21 spoiler free mini episode. So until then, bye, maniacs. Bye, maniacs.
You're going to have to edit this because I've just lost their names. They're not the nightingales. The rainbirds. 